Welcome to the Double Technical Podcast, everyone. I hope I can't even talk today, guys. I hope everyone had a fantastic uh, draft night. Uh, I'll talk about that more a little bit later. Um, but it's Friday. Everyone's ready for the weekend, and we have our typical Friday show. And we are joined, of course, by the master of everything: UK sports, basketball jokes. He's just he, you know who he is. It's Michael. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, wow, that's a that's a heck of a setup to live up to. But you know, I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, as long as you come ready, that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna talk about local stuff, obviously, to start, and that is brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek app and use code Double Technical for twenty dollars off your first ticket purchase. All right. UK. We 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 got a few things to talk about. Nick Richards came out yes. and decided he is going to enter the NBA draft. Correct. What the heck? What? Why? First EJ, now Nick. We're losing everyone, man. No, we're not. Coming back. You think? Yeah. Why? Why would they not? The the rules have all changed, man. Why? Why would they not enter? They've got until like June something to come back. They have to like a week before the draft or something. But I'm just, I'm just afraid it's going to be like Keldon and Hero, who who are both like, oh, I'm just going to test the waters. Nope, I'm gone. No, no, because Keldon and Hero are first round picks. Montgomery and Richards are not. Um, they're they're going to go. It's, what I think it is for Richards is sometimes maybe even Montgomery too. Is I'm sure Calipari sat them down and was like, okay, you're not ready. Um, you need to work on this, 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 this. Um, Nick Richards' list was a little bit longer than EJ Montgomery's, but <laughs> you need to come back and work on this. But sometimes it's good for these guys to hear it from someone else. It's good for them to go to the draft and then have the NBA teams look at them and be like, yeah, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. Might wake them up a little bit more. I actually think by them declaring and getting that NBA feedback, it's going to help them work out and improve in the offseason. They're going to work harder this summer and come back that much better. I have convinced myself within a 24-hour period that we're winning the title next year. What? Yeah. Okay, I got no, it. I, I got I, it. I'm I, insane. I have yeah. to hear this. Okay, so uh, what well, kind of goes on to the next thing we were going to talk about is Baker's gone. You Okay, yeah. So real quick, let's get that out of the way before we talk yeah. about your prediction. The next question that I wanted to pose to you is, do you think, you know, Baker just put his name in the transfer whatever new portal. App, yeah, portal yeah, thank you it, it's the most it's the most beautiful <laughs> non-existent thing i've ever known like i google transfer portal every day just to see who's in it did you by the way i don't know if it was you or brian that i told that the only way you can contact the players through those is their email really yeah which they're like all the coaches complain about they're like what 18 19 year old kid routinely checks his email yeah, so, okay, if a kid wants to get an offer from Kentucky, he's got to wait till his, you know, great deal from, you know, eBay and his, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your, uh, <laughs> you've been hacked from Amazon fake email. He's got to look in between those. Yeah. Coach Cal email. He, he's got to hope that it doesn't automatically get sent to junk. I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, there are some schools I would set as my junk, but that's me personally. <laughs> 
But okay, well, so you right. you think Baker will tr- end up transferring out? To Everything I am hearing is that it all comes down to him being homesick. Really? Yeah, and I mean by hearing, I think I should specify I have zero inside information <laughs> <laughs> inside the Kentucky program. Michael, this don't is just what <laughs> they don't know this. Okay? Other people are saying it's like the closest thing I have to inside information at UK ba- for UK basketball is my sister lives in Lexington. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Look, the audience doesn't know that. You're just supposed to say my sources. Like, it, just roll with it. I mean, <laughs> the, it, it doesn't matter where your sources are coming from. It, it, yeah. <laughs> my sources are basically everyone that does have access to the program. It's what they're reporting. Hey, that's great sources to have because that's my exactly, sources. right? So... <laughs> <laughs> so now um, on to how in the world yeah. you've convinced yourself in the past 24 hours that we are winning a championship because Johnny Juzane, I do not know how to pronounce his name, but it'll be fun. Has reclassified. Yes. He is a five-star. He's listed kind of as a forward on a lot of things, but he's basically a five-star shooting guard mm-hmm. that shoots over 40% from the three. Which is ridiculous. I mean, I'm going to miss Baker. I thought Baker was wonderful. I thought by his senior year, Baker was going to be an absolute superstar here. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we're going to be losing much if we replace him with Johnny. So I'm expecting EJ uh and um, Richards to both come back. Okay. And then I think we're also going to get Kerry Blackshear. You do because that he's the hottest yeah. transfer commodity. Correct. Yep. I think he. I think Cal is going to sit down with him and show him the roster and explain to him that he is the difference of winning the title next year. That uh, that would definitely get my attention if I'm a transfer. Right. Yeah. It's like you want to come in and win the title. Oh yeah, and I'll get you to the NBA like I do a lot of other people. Yeah, certainly not where you were going out of Virginia Tech. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I, I, I'm serious. And I look at that roster, if though if we get add those two pieces and we're legitimately ten deep. Yeah, that'd be the first I, I think, time since the platoon system we were that deep. Yeah. I think if we get both those two guys, we will honestly be better next year than we were this year. Wow. Yeah. You <laughs> You just crack me up how you're just like, in the past 24 hours, I've convinced myself. Yeah, uh, I know I have. But to be fair, let's put it in perspective. Kentucky could have 13 walk-ons next year, and I, could, I, could, <laughs> I couldn't convince myself a title, but I could at least convince myself an over 500 record and maybe a chance of winning the SEC. Oh, my gosh. I See, I need this. If you didn't get a chance to wish – uh, I can't talk – to listen to the Draft Night podcast, Michael, since I know you're not a huge Bengals fan, uh, you're, you're a Colts lover. Um, yeah. That Brian has officially diagnosed me with I am um cautionly pessimistic <laughs> rather yeah. than uh optimistic like most people are. Um, yeah, no, so, I can see that. So it just it cracks me up how you can Kentucky gets a forty point win. No, I'm the exact opposite of you. Kentucky gets a forty point <laughs> win and our text chat is I'm like this team's amazing. We're going to win the title. And you're like, we should have won by 45. 
<laughs> that one play at 12:15 in the second half. Yeah, no, that can't happen. Yeah. We're not going to be successful if that happens. Yeah, it's uh, our point guard had a turnover. He better clean that up. <laughs> it's a problem, man. I don't want to be this way, but I am. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, hopefully uh over the next uh shoot, let's see, 10 months, you can convince me that NKU can NKU. I mean, UK can win a title. You definitely can't convince me that NKU can. Um but No, although I think that is a good coaching hire. You do. Yeah. Tell me why. I know that that is definitely not the UK segment, but now I'm interested. Well, I think what they did is they went for Instead of an up and comer, they've got a guy that's going to be there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a smart move for them. I mean, it was a big enough Instead hire. Instead of that... getting another hot coach that they lose in two years. Yeah. I mean, it, it was big enough. Dwayne Wade shouted it out on uh, Twitter. So that says something. Yeah. I mean, Dwayne Wade looked at NKU like, what? Um, wonder if we could get him to be a coach. Yeah, right. He ain't leaving Miami. Um, so yeah, I I also think we we uh, have a different scale on what Dwayne Wade tweets out and how important it is. I feel like that's much higher on your scale than it is mine. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Dwayne, whatever. <laughs> I Dwayne Wade's the only person I have notifications on for anything. So oh uh, well, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I do love <laughs> D Wade. Um, so the. Uh, next thing, which I thought you would be really excited, you know, since we've been talking so much UK basketball, I wanted to turn back to UK football. It is almost that yes. time. Um, so real quick, um, well, not real quick, cause I want to hear your opinion, but the thoughts on QB Gunner Hoke, which by the way is a amazing QB name. And I'm very sad that he's transferring. Oh, it's, um, it's awesome. Yeah. But uh, what are your thoughts on him doing that? Do you think it's the right move for him? Do you think we should have fought harder to keep him from trying to transfer? Like what is this a big deal or not? I, I think this is huge. Actually. I think this really hurts UK. I don't know how you can convince him to come back. Um, I, I understand his reasoning for leaving and I can't say he's wrong because we literally just need him to be a backup in case uh, Terry Wilson gets hurt. Mm -hmm. But now that we don't have him, that is a huge problem because there is no one to fall back to, mm -hmm. which I think is going to completely change play calling and everything. I don't think they're going to have him scramble and run as much as they were going to because of being worried that, wow, if he gets hurt, we're done. So I, I think this is huge. Um, is there, I mean, there's, there's no hope on getting him to change his mind. And he, he made it apparent that he's not very happy with stoops. Um, but yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, he left it open to come back, but I don't think so. I mean, if I'm Kentucky right now, I am scrambling looking in that, um, transfer portal for anybody that can play immediately. That is a quarterback. <laughs> All right. Somebody get the email address yeah <laughs> Hot, hotmail is that even still a thing all right um no zoom town there you go that's an old one um, zoom town wow yeah do you remember that one i do not oh wow maybe maybe that was a northern kentucky thing with uh yeah you not growing up around here um yeah so the other uk football thing that is happening currently while we're talking but i had to wait long enough 
to see the Bengals draft pick and this player go. Josh Allen went uh, number seven to the Jacksonville Jaguars. First off, what are your thoughts on him slipping when he was a few months ago number one? Well, I don't think he was ever the consensus number one. True. I think he was. I, I think he did slip though, and I, I think there's six teams that need to look at their schedule and really pray that they don't play Jacksonville. <laughs> we play Jacksonville, sadly. <laughs> um, I no, I think I think he's a stud, and I think this is probably good for him because he came out of nowhere, was not highly recruited, and turned into a superstar. And so now again, I mean, seven's not a bad pick, but now again, this, I think this was enough of a slide for in his head to be like, oh, okay, so they, they still don't think I'm legit. Let me show them. And I think that's good for him. I think he's going to be really good, even though uh, Booker and uh, Wingo and all in, uh, not McShay, but uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, Kuiper. We're, we're all talking about him, uh, you know, what <laughs> you quoted it via text because it drove you mad about uh, how yeah. he's just, you know, uses his talent, but coaching, you know, then he can be good. Yeah, what's that about? We won 10 <laughs> games. Shut up, ESPN. <laughs> I they, they always downplay everything, but he's the first uh, 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 number one or not number one, but first round draft pick out of UK uh, since... Uh, it was uh oh uh was it Chubbs? Um, oh man, I can't remember who it was, and I had it in my head. I'm sorry, I'm a failure. Um, but 2015 was the last time that a UK player was taken in the first round, so that's awesome that he was taken there. Um, yeah, I think I think uh I think we're gonna get seven picks overall, which is awesome. That's huge for UK. Yeah, it is. Um, I know actually Brian and I in our mock draft uh, were hoping that we're going to take one of the cornerbacks that entered the draft out of UK. Um, so yeah. we'll we'll wait and see what happens at the end of the day. If if you have to put money on it, who you think, I know this is not really local, but who do you think out of the conferences has the most drafted players tonight? Or in the draft, I should say. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I... I, I don't know, but I would take the safe bet to say either Clemson or Alabama, right? Well, that's team. I said I should say conference. Oh, what conference? Yeah. Oh, conference will be SEC. <laughs> that that's an easier one, right? It just means more. I mean, the SEC man, they they're pro. They're pros. Yeah. And no, that- I think it'll be the SEC. I I just don't, especially with like Florida State being down mm-hmm. and Louisville being down. I think that'll hurt the ACC I mean the big then again the big 10 always has all those stupid Iowa and Wisconsin guys that get drafted for some reason (laughs) well uh is there an offensive lineman in the league that did not come from with Wisconsin or Iowa no (laughs) I mean seriously that's like all of them that's a valid point and (laughs) you get uh, a lot of bonus points for that (laughs) so now, I want to transition out of UK, um, and I want to talk NBA with you because, man, it has been crazy since we last talked, and uh, I, just can't, I just can't wait to talk to you about it. So, okay. real quick before we dive into the series, I, there were some of these questions that I saw people talking about this week, so I just wanted to pose it to you um, yeah. and just to get your take on it because I thought they were very interesting questions. Um, the first one was, 
is Kawhi Leonard? And then I added LeBron into this question to upset Brian, but sadly Brian wasn't able to join the show. Um, yeah. So for you, I'll just say, is Kawhi Leonard a better defender than Michael Jordan? No. I mean, it's just simple. No. Like, <laughs> and it, it, it's really, it's one of those things that's not even fair to try to compare. They, I mean, at this point, they play in two different eras of basketball. And my question is, in 30 years, are people going to be asking if somebody's as good of a defensive player as Leonard, or are they still going to be asking if somebody as good of a defensive player as Jordan? That's a really great thought, because it's going to be Jordan. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you... In my, and granted, you know, I, I grew up in any... Whatever era you grow up in when you're a kid, the best player is, in your mind, the best player ever. It just happens that Jordan is. Mm -hmm. But I, I remember watching Bulls games, and if he wanted something to happen, it happened. Like, I, I actually remember as a kid watching WGN and being like, oh, my God, he missed. <laughs> like, it, yeah, no, I, I just remember him being probably more dominant than he even was, and he was pretty dominant. So, yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a fair comparison for Leonard, and I don't even really think it's close. All right, I I, I thought that was a good one. It, can you take a guess? Uh, this is actually kind of fun. What sports talk show do you think that question was posed on? Oh wow. Um. Man, uh, is that uh, – oh, it, it had to have been an ESPN one because they've got so many dumb people. Um, no, no, you're wrong. No. It was Fox. Fox? Oh, who was it? Uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. See? You know what's funny? I, I was picturing Skip Bayless. I didn't realize he wasn't <laughs> with ESPN anymore. Oh, my gosh. That's great that that's who you were picturing. <laughs> yes, so I was absolutely picturing him because he hates everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, but he was on Jordan's side. Can you imagine side. eating Thanksgiving dinner with him? He would complain about every part of the meal Man. and about how it was always better in a previous Thanksgiving dinner. And and this is why Brian calls me Skip Bayless. All right. So <laughs> the next question that I had with everything going on in the Lakers organization that's just all over the place, the firing of Lou Walton, Michael, Michael, Magic Johnson just leaving out of nowhere. Um, Did you hear about the email? No. Email? Yeah. So apparently what happened was there was an email chain that was going around Lakers, like upper management, complaining about how bad Magic Johnson was at his job, and they accidentally CC'd him. What? So he saw that and just quit. <laughs> no way. Yeah. What are they doing? This is even more dysfunctional than I thought. <laughs> All right. Well, then that makes this question even more interesting. Uh, obviously, LeBron is frustrated because all of his plans that he had going to the Lakers are crumbling in front of him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you think LeBron will stay or, or – let me put it this way. Will LeBron still be a Laker at the end of this four-year contract? Yeah, I, I think he will because I think he's still going to be able to get his super team together. I think it's just going to take him longer than what he expected. Are you, are you sure, though? Like, Okay, let's, let's say this, though. Um, this free agency, let's say he lands nobody. Still okay. sticks it out. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he'll get he'll get a lot of people after the next one. Are we? I mean, sh- you have to keep in mind too the agent, the agency he owns is still, you know, representing all these people. He's gonna get. I mean, Davis is still gonna play with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he he'll still find some other stars to go there and play with him. The question I'm gonna have is, is it gonna be too late? Well, that's because, what... like I think he'll I think he'll definitely get a title in L.A. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's gonna get the four that he was expecting to get. And that's what I'm saying. That's why. Yeah. I was curious because you know Brian Windhorse, who has been attached to LeBron James' hips since high school, has came out and said that LeBron is openly going to Genie Bus like we need to fix this or there's going to be repercussions and. Yeah. When LeBron James gets into a threatening nature, I become very concerned if I'm the leader of the organization. Um, so I just I, 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 I agree. But on this same sense, LeBron James is one of the top five players to ever play the game. Yes. The Lakers are still bigger than LeBron James, though. Well, yeah, because of their franchise as a whole. I mean, right. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it will be. But I, I, I still think he wins one there. I just don't think he's going to have the run he was expecting to have. Okay. Uh, bonus question then. Yeah. If let's say he does not get a ring. Okay, okay. In those four years. Does this Lakers journey tarnish his legacy? Oh, I think it hurts it. Like big time or just it's going to be that little asterisk next to his name. It depends on what else he does. I think if, if for me, it all comes down to that scoring title. Mm-hmm. If he can reach that, then all, all else will be forgiven and forgotten. But if he falls short from that too, then yeah, I, I, I think this will be a pretty big tarnish. <sighs> I knew it was going to be a mistake when he wanted to move to LA, but uh, he wanted that lifestyle. He wants to make space jam too, but he wasn't thinking it through. Um, I can't wait for that to be the number one debated thing on like all the sports radio shows. What was better, not <laughs> Michael Jordan or LeBron James, but Space Jam 1 or Space Jam 2? Oh, my gosh. Well, you'll hear that debate here first on Double Technical. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll have in-depth analysis. Um, the CGI was better in Space Jam 2, but... <laughs> well, that hopefully... <laughs> <laughs> just just oh my gosh that's gonna be so much fun all right so now let's transfer to the playoffs to the stuff that's actually mattering right now um the one that i will have to talk about leading into is the fact that i called it five games trail trailblazers beat okc so yeah thank you thank you um what was your thought First off, just about that series and about the jawing back and forth between between Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook, and just what did you take away from that series? I was a little surprised. I thought Westbrook was going to be able to carry them further than what he did. Um, but I, as for the jawing, I love it. The NBA needs more of that. I could not agree more. I Yeah, it needs a lot more. That It needs to become personal for all these players, and that's just <laughs> going to make the game better. Every time the next series matchups, all of the star players just need to post some form of trash talk 
<laughs> towards each yeah, other just to spark it for the series. I mean, <laughs> I just loved the fact that that game three, okay, the way yeah. all of OKC was celebrating, the way uh, Paul George and Russell were just going on and on and just going at uh, Lillard and CJ and just making fun of them and talking about how their times run up and that Westbrook came out and said, you know, that I always destroy you Lillard. Like, you know, this is just the, the, you know, it's just time and this, that, and the other. And then Damian Lillard tied one fifteen to one fifteen, decides <laughs> in Paul George's face, an MVP candidate to pull up, 37 feet and drain it to take one of the worst shots at the end of a game <laughs> in the history of the NBA it just happened to go in lol yeah <laughs> that is the did, did you see the was that intentional are you are you trying to be Paul George there no no I, I'm just I'm being honest like oh you if are would have missed that <laughs> shot if you would have missed that shot all the talk would have been about how stupid of a shot that was but he hit it, so now he's a hero. That's just the way it works. Well, but here's what people don't understand, okay? Paul George, after the game, came out and was like, you know, that's a bad shot. You know, history won't remember that, blah, 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 but it was a bad shot. So, you know, I'll take that percentage any day. No, Paul, <clears throat> if you actually paid attention to your scouting report, Damian Lillard in that series was 6-for-6 six six from for shots 35 feet and more in that series. I, I still I, I have to agree with Paul George. You still let the guy take a thirty-five plus foot shot every time. <laughs> Not when it's Damian Lillard, though, man. It's uh, yeah, game I mean, time. If it was Steph, if it was Steph Curry, I'd be in his face. But still, like you have to like the percentages on that. Granted, he might have been six for six, but that's very unusual. Like, I mean, what else, What's a better shot than thirty-nine feet away from the basket? Well, for Damian Lillard, he people don't realize that he has Steph Curry range. Range, I mean. Yeah, he, I still, I still <laughs> say you. I gotta agree with Paul George though. Like, I'll take that every day. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll it. There's also only what, what was it? There's only been like five buzzer beaters in the history of the NBA to end a uh, playoff series. Yes. And Lillard has two of them. Yes. I, it's yeah. It's Dame time. I mean, he, he always shows up and I knew <clears throat> the moment that he started, you know, just dribbling there. I'm like, he's pulling up, he he's pulling up and Paul George is not ready for this. And <laughs> it, it went in and the reaction was amazing with all the people, his face afterwards, oh, yeah. the fact that he had enough, uh, <clears throat> what is it? Presence of mind to, make the game-winning shot, and not celebrate, but politely wave away OKC as they have to exit. Um, yeah, that, that, that's that's awesome. And then I also but. love the post-game interview where Ennis Cantor thanked the New York Knicks for cutting him so he could be on this team. Um, <laughs> he, he is awesome. He really is. He's a hoot. Um, so my question is, after this series, uh, and then we'll quickly dive into the rest, if you... After watching this series, if you needed one of these two point guards, Damian Lillard or Russell Westbrook, who would you want to lead your team in the series? 
So when you asked me this question earlier, I thought it was very intriguing. So Mm -hmm. I completely broke it down. Okay. So I looked at field goal, like career playoff results for both players. Yep. Field goal percentage goes to Russell Westbrook Mm -hmm. at 41.1% over Lillard's 40.8. That's close. Mm -hmm. Lillard's got a better three-point percentage and free-throw percentage. Westbrook's got a better rebound per game, steal per game, and assist per game. Lillard doesn't turn the ball over as much, and Westbrook's got a slight edge on points per game. But the so I was kind of looking at this and I was like, this is pretty even. The thing that breaks it down for me is Lillard's playoff record is 15 and 25. Westbrook's yes. is four is 50 and 47. That's gonna have to cause me to take Westbrook. Darn. That's uh interesting though that you say that because I look at like the clutch performances from Damian, and then I also look at the fact that anytime Russell Westbrook has a good game, like uh, when he has a triple double, he's five for five in playoff games. Like anytime yeah. he performs well, the team doesn't. <clears throat> I mean, that's valid. He. I, I don't know. I, I, I would have to go with Westbrook just because he's had more success. Well, and uh, a lot of that was on the coattails of uh, Kevin Durant. So, uh, I mean, that didn't hurt. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> now, let's run through all the other series. Um, the Houston Rockets, uh, gentlemen, sweeped the Jazz. Any surprise there for you, sir? Um, No. Not at all. Like, I mean, it's so typical of first round NBA playoffs. Um, almost all the series are one sided, but no, no, nothing really jumps out to me on that one. All right. How about Golden State still fighting with the LA Clippers? Uh, they're up 3 2 and will be playing tomorrow night. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. yeah granted, the record is 3 2, but it's really 3 to 1. I'm going to throw away the game where they lost Cousins and uh, the Clippers had an historic comeback. I, I'm throwing that one out because they lost Cousins to a season-ending injury in that game. Mm-hmm. And the way the Clippers had to get lucky to win, like, I, it's really 3-1 to one in my opinion. And the Warriors will close it out next game. I'm not worried about it. I still think the Warriors are going to win it all. I... I, the one interesting development out of uh, DeMarcus Cousin getting hurt, which, you know, is still awful, and I feel so yeah. bad for him. Um, I hope that he played well enough to still get a good contract next year, but he may have to yeah. try to do another one-year deal. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but outside of that, his injury led to a discovery, and that's the fact that Andrew Bogut is still somehow in the league. Yeah. <laughs> like... I, I was very confused last night watching the game and seeing him, and I'm like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. I thought you were out of the league playing in Australia. <laughs> I, I, I just was confused. Um, yeah. The uh, last Western Conference series, uh, Denver is, uh, as we're recording, up 3-2, but they are about to lose to the San Antonio Spurs. It is about to go to Game 7. So who do you have... Nuggets versus Spurs in a Game 7 situation. Nuggets. Jamal Murray's going to go nuts. All right, on to the next. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, it, that, I don't know, man. Um, 
I was really hoping the Nuggets would clinch it tonight, but you got to think the edge actually goes with the Spurs just because they've been there, even though not all those players have been. Yeah, well, I just always, you know, people don't give coaching enough credit sometimes, especially in the NBA with these teams who don't have a ton of superstars. Coaching is pivotal. And who better than Greg Popovich? I mean... No, that's valid. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm obviously pulling for the Nuggets just because I want Jamal Murray to have more success, but I do too, man. I and, and you know how I said that, you know, Nuggets are one of my favorite. They're they're a great team. It's just it it's like they can't put two good games in a row. Like they the last game versus the Spurs, they dominated them. I mean, Jokic looked like the MVP player uh, caliber yeah. that he can be. Murray was just knocking down shot after shot, and everything's all well. And then it's like the next game, everything changes. And it's yeah. a little frustrating, the inconsistency. They got to get better at that. Yeah. <clears throat> now, on to the east side, which was a, a lot more tamer than the, the Western Conference. <laughs> Uh, Milwaukee Bucks swept uh, the Detroit Pistons. Any surprise there to you, sir? No, not at all. I, I the, the only surprise that comes out of that is in game three, Detroit held Milwaukee to only 119 points. <laughs> only? That, yeah, that was my only surprise. That's so bad. There was a stat that I saw that after the first three games, Milwaukee had won – uh, the the point differential was already over a hundred in three games. Like, geez, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then we had another sweep. Uh, Boston Celtics swept the Indiana Panthers. Uh, wow, I cannot talk. The Indiana Pacers, uh, four nil. Uh, any surprise to you there? No. A- after the Pacers, um, lost. Uh, what's his name for the injury? Victor Oladipo. Yeah, Oladipo, once they lost him, that I mean, it's exactly what you expected to happen. Now, let me pose this question to you about them. I yeah. am among the believers that if Victor Oladipo was there because of how close all four of those games were, I think that the Pacers could have taken the series from Boston and knocked him out in the first round. Oh, absolutely. It's a completely different series with Oladipo. Completely different. No, I, I agree 100%. You know, if they had their finishing or his finishing ability and they weren't relying on um, Bogdanovich, they would have really been trouble because Boston, even though when you look at 4-0, you're like, oh, that's dominant. They won most of their games by less than 10 points. So, yeah, I mean, 84, 74, 99, 91, 104, 96, 110, 106. It surprised me that, and kind of angered me that Victor got hurt because this would have been a great, not last year, him taking LeBron to seven games was great for his career, but being able to knock out what everyone's pick to represent the East at the beginning of the year, the Boston Celtics, that would have just been another thing for him, even if he is a a Hoosier, Um, but that's beside (laughs) the point. Uh, the on the other side, we had what, I, in my opinion, was the best series, uh, on the East in terms of uh the 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 t- trash talking that we we got into. Um, <laughs> the Seventy Sixers beat the Brooklyn Nets four to one. Um, any surprises there? The fact that the Nets got one, or were you expecting that? And what did you think <laughs> about uh old man Dudley going up against Simmons? 
I first of all, that was this series was the worst defensive attempt from two teams I've ever seen in the NBA. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, I just uh, no, I love it. I once again, I'm all about trash talk. I, I love it. It, it the NBA needs more of it. Um, I'm surprised Philadelphia didn't sweep them. Um, Brooklyn was able to steal game one, but uh, yeah, no, I, I once again the NBA playoffs. I I'm just intrigued the way the second round is setting up, mm-hmm. In, which is almost what happens every year. Really? So you kind of look more forward to game to round two rather than the first round? Yeah, round two is a lot better usually. I see what you're getting from. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy the fact that literally, like, in my opinion, the oldest person in the sport, Dudley, was going up against, like, the youngest, one of the youngest players? <laughs> yeah, the youngest, most athletic. Yeah. And no, also that, has, like, seven inches on him. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that that's fantastic. <laughs> like, he was going to take on the whole uh, 76er squad. I'm like, dude. You're gonna have a heart attack. Like we, you need to yeah. <laughs> calm down. I love the feistiness, but uh, it was just so great. I I enjoyed it so much. And then on the other side, another kind of surprise that they gave up a game, um, but a gentleman sweep the Toronto Raptors over the Orlando Magic four uh, one. Were you surprised that the Magic got a game? Because I know I was. Yeah, I mean, I didn't expect it, but then again, I mean it there really shouldn't be many sweeps true so i mean five five games that's domination by toronto they uh they, i mean they, they lost by three in one game and then destroyed them in almost every other game so <laughs> yeah like it happened destroyed i mean look at it golden state i still think's gonna win it all and they've lost too it's i'm it's interesting but um so real quick, moving into the second round, are there any series where you see a potential upset lurking? Um, I I don't know. I need to I need to see what's set first mm-hmm. before I can go there. I'm just I'm not, I'm not positive. Or let's uh, let's say on the east side then, since that is set. Any. Do you see anybody, do you see Boston taking down Milwaukee? Do you see 76ers taking down Toronto? I, I, um, I don't, I think, um, I think that, uh, 76ers Toronto, um, series is going to be really, I think that'll go to seven. Really? Yeah, I do. I I think the the seven, yeah, I, I think that could be very, very close, but, um, I think Toronto will win. And then I think Milwaukee will destroy Boston. I I want that so bad for Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> I want Giannis to go sixteen and zero and just <laughs> wow claim wow. dominance. Even though I know that won't happen, but I I would love for that to to happen. Just yeah, the Greek freak taking over the NBA <laughs> in one swoop. If he uh, goes sixteen and zero, though, we're gonna have to talk about him being the greatest of all time over LeBron. No, 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 He's a Euro player. That can't happen. Right. Um, so he, he had to, he was once a 58 rating on 2K. Okay. We can't put him That's in that conversation. Fantastic. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, LeBron, his rookie uh, overall was 81, 82. So, you know, <laughs> that that's why he is great. Um, Jordan, well, he had a and, zero overall And as with most ratings. things in life, <laughs> 2K's ratings are all that's important. So, Well, I mean, the players get butthurt enough about it. They, they do get upset, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'll never forget when they showed Ben Simmons his, and they're, it, it was 83, and they're like, yeah. He's like, really? Just an 83? Are you kidding me? Do you watch <laughs> what I do? And they're like, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> but, all right, that is everything NBA. Do you have any fun facts for this Friday, sir? Of course I do. All right, let's hear the fun facts. Of course I got my facts. Friday fun facts. All right, let's hear so, out of the oh, by the way, Friday Fun Fact is not brought to you by anyone yet because we still need a sponsor for it. But uh, it um, is brought to you by hashtag Urban Meyer USC twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so out of the sixteen franchises that are in the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. only three of those are original NBA teams or NBA franchises. What? And only one of those is still in their original city. And that's Boston, right? Yes, that is Boston. Can you guess the other two franchises that are that the are original? from the beginning? Um, yeah. It is the Wow, holy crap. Um It is the Portland Trailblazers. Nope. Oh, well, there goes that. Um, not the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Or yeah, no, no. Oh my gosh. Um, dude, then it, I know it's not the Raptors. I the Houston Rockets. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right, Golden State. Oh, they are they were, original, aren't they? They're an original. They were in Philadelphia. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then, ironically, the other original was Philadelphia, but they were originally in Syracuse. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I Mind is blown on this fun fact Friday. This is not a fun fact. This is a <laughs> perplexed fact as that my – I'm shook, man. That is crazy. How did yeah. you f- look that up? That's insane. Like – I got bored earlier. <laughs> you need to be bored more often because that is a great fact. I would have never thought that here we are, you know, 16 teams and only three are OG. Like, yeah. Wow. Um, that's that great. <laughs> I, I, I clap that fun fact. That was an amazing fun fact. And that is a great way to end today's show. Do you have anything else that you want to say to the audience before we close up? No, I'm good. All right. Have a good weekend. Yes, and you hopefully your mind is just as blown as mine is. So uh, this is Double Technical Podcast. So everyone enjoyed the show. Please like, share, rate, subscribe, review. Uh, is there anything else that's possible, Michael? I don't think there is. Um, <laughs> no, that pretty much sums it up. All right, so do that, and then we'll be back here to talk to you all on Monday. So peace out.